Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. We do a lot of interviews with EDM artists, pop artists, rappers, and people in the industry, letting you know what they do behind the scenes. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter through the handle Sidewalk Talk Show. Hope you guys enjoy. Hi, today I'm here with Ryan Hemsworth. Hey. I've been listening to your stuff since I was still in like high school in Hong Kong, so this is like really surreal for me. <laughs> so you were born in Nova Scotia? Yeah, in Halifax. Um, it's right on the east coast, Canada. Yeah. Uh, but I've been living in Toronto for the past mm-hmm. five years. And your parents were born there as well, or? Yeah, all my family is still back there. It's kind of, I had to like get out a bit just yeah. to like do my thing, but yeah, everybody's back there. Do you have like a huge family like back there? Yeah, fairly big. Definitely like, you know, 10 cousins on one side. Um, yeah, I've got a, a actually a pretty big family out there. Yeah. You know, it's only a few members that actually live outside the city. So. It's, oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. What were you into like way back in your teenage years before all the music stuff? I mean, my cousin, I looked up to my older cousin growing mm-hmm. up, and he got me into, like, a lot of, like, horror movies and, like, oh. different, like, kind of cinema from wherever, like, growing up at like, a yeah. pretty early age, so that got me kind of curious about a lot of stuff and got me into a lot of really good music early on, so I feel like I got on the right track. Yeah. Yeah, you've referenced your, like, older cousin a lot in interviews. Is he still, like, a big part of your life now? Yeah, actually, like, he lives in Toronto with me as, oh, wow. as well, so we get to see each other all the time. It's, yeah, I mean, that's, I think it's good to have people that you look up to, like, mm-hmm. growing up and having that influence. Does he still, like, he doesn't, did he ever do, like, music full-time, or was he just, like, super passionate about it? Yeah, he was in bands, you know, like, when I was growing up, I was trying to, like, catch his shows and stuff, and, like sneak into things but I was a little too young at the time yeah but yeah he was always kind of playing guitar and all that like taught me how to do that so yeah what kind of subjects were you into back then growing up I guess I I never really liked school that much Mm -hmm. actually I was kind of just like getting by yeah Um, I mean I once I was in high school you could take like film courses and drama and stuff like that. Oh, so, that so you're was, really into... I was more into that, yeah. yeah. I actually enjoyed that a lot. I don't know, I feel like if I didn't get into music, I was probably going to go more in that direction, maybe. Oh, really? Did you act a lot? Like, not really, but I was super interested in, like, directing and writing. Oh, wow. But, um, I never took it that far. I don't think I was that great at that as well, mm-hmm. so... <laughs> That actually ties everything together because you're into like Japanese soundtracks and stuff, so you're into that whole like cinematic aspect of things. For sure, yeah. I mean, soundtracks definitely, I don't know, those always stand out to me the most when I'm watching a movie, so. Yeah. Yeah, it always kind of comes back to music, I think. Was guitar your first instrument? Yeah, I started learning at like 13. That's still pretty young. So your older cousin taught you, or did you ever have any formal lessons? He taught me, like, uh, yeah, a few songs kind of in the beginning, and from there I just, like, would go home every day from school and look up guitar tabs on the computer. Yeah. That was, like, pretty much my life for a while. And you were in some bands, right? Yeah, I was in, like, we had a couple in high school, like, yeah, definitely, like, you know, everybody has their goofy, like, yeah. high school bands and stuff, but, 
yeah, I had that going for a bit. Did you have a band called Hemsworth? I did, yeah. So you named the whole band like after you? <laughs> no, I mean, I don't even know why that happened, but the members of the band, my yeah. friends, like, kind of chose that for some reason. <laughs> it was not my first idea, but it just kind of worked out. I think we were just like, what's a word that, like, doesn't exist in, like, rock music, uh, Hemsworth? Yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> How many bands were you in? I mean, that was the most, like, real band. Like, I had, like, a couple people that I would, like, do, like, Blink-182 covers with and stuff <laughs> like that. But I don't think we even reached the point of, like, having a band yeah. name or shows or anything like that. But, um, yeah, the, the Hemsworth band was, like, my high school. Just, like, my friends, like, it was a kind of a fun way just to, like, waste time. And, yeah. Like, feel like we were actually, like, doing something real. Did you ever play shows with that band or put stuff out? Yeah, we did a bunch of like shows just around the city, like definitely not big things, but it was like my first time in like bars and like yeah. in that kind of like setting, which is mm -hmm. kind of cool to see and see how it functioned, but um, it, it didn't do too many of those. As soon as we kind of relaxed on that, I started like doing my own like DJ shows yeah. around the city. How do you describe that like band music that you played back then? Shit, I mean, it was definitely kind of influenced by like John Frusciante, mm -hmm. like um, I really like like Tom York. Like a lot of a lot of those solo projects where like dudes were like making electronic music yeah. but incorporating guitar and like more live instruments. So yeah, I was kind of trying to like find my sound too, yeah. like melding those worlds. Was the band sound the uh, more common sound in Halifax? Like everyone was in bands? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's it's a city where like a lot of I mean indie rock and that kind of stuff is very nurtured there. And I feel like it's kind of always been, and for that reason, electronic music doesn't thrive as much. Mm -hmm. and, um, rap music doesn't quite as much. So that's why I kind of had to like yeah. get out of there eventually. Yeah, what was it? What was it, um, about Halifax that you felt like you really couldn't fit in much? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think it was just that feeling, like you know, I was, I really wanted to like make something different as well than what mm -hmm. I was really used to around me in the city. But you have like two older brothers, right, who are like super athletic, and you said like in previous interviews that they were like the loud one so you became more of the quiet one yeah yeah I mean I'm I'm the youngest in the family by far so it's like I think that happens in a lot of family family dynamics yeah. like I was always and once I found guitar I was just like hanging out hanging out in the corner of the room like playing guitar like yeah being the weird <laughs> brother but I don't know everybody has to find their thing would you consider yourself like introverted I think I yeah, I mean, I think in, by nature I kind of am, but I've over years just mm -hmm. learned to try and be more social and mm -hmm. be more normal, but <laughs> yeah, that was definitely how I felt when yeah. I was like 15, for sure. How do you think that has influenced the sound you've been making? Or has it? I mean, I think, yeah, in a way, you know, there's definitely, um, I don't know, I'm always lumped in, like, the EDM electronic world, but, oh, <laughs> um, but 
I know, for the, the sound that I'm always lumped into, I think I'm actually like, people always say, oh, but yours is like a bit more like ambient or a bit more patient or something mm-hmm. like that. And I feel like that probably comes from just like sitting at home and like quietly making music. And yeah. Versus like, I don't know, I don't really like huge aggressive like club shows and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's actually, yeah. My, my kind of sound. Actually, do you mind being lumped into all that, like, EDM stuff? Uh, I mean, it kind of just happens, and I, I get... It's this overarching term now that is easily placed on a lot of producers and stuff, but it's not... Yeah, I don't know. It's not my favorite, mm-hmm. like, category to be a part of. Yeah. It's such a, yeah, aggressive, like... The type of music that... When you say it, I feel like people don't think it's very, uh, as much, like, thought behind it or mm-hmm. much dynamic. It's just, like, hitting you over the head with every sound. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas, like, I, I'm a lot more interested in just making sure every sound is right and, mm-hmm. you know, there's a patience and the... I like quiet music, too, so I guess... Yeah. Yeah. What do your parents do? My dad was a hydrogeologist. Oh wow. <laughs> and my mom was a nutritionist till I was born and then she was a stay at home mom. Damn. Did they push you like academically? Uh sort of, but like not too crazy. Yeah. I didn't I never felt too too pressured really. When you were still in high school, like grade eleven, you started like putting out your own CDs and like selling them in school. How did you think of doing that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I was always very kind of interested in doing everything myself, and mm-hmm. that included, like, yeah, burning CDs, making, like, fake artwork, and track listing it, and putting fake credits in the CDs and all that, like, <laughs> pretty much just wanted to make it feel like I was actually doing a real thing and yeah. putting out a real album, so, yeah, that was just the excitement of, like, making those things and didn't really like sell <laughs> necessarily like I, a few friends like bought some which was kind of um and I don't know unexpected almost but yeah <laughs> yeah for the most part like it was just sort of the feeling of like trying something new and trying to like do everything on my own mm-hmm. and you before like you using your original name you had like defame and other stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. What made you decide in the end to just use your own name? Uh, it just got posted on some sites, and that was like, okay, I guess that's what I'm doing now. Oh, yeah. so you didn't release music under, like, Defame? Well, I did, a, I guess, a few of those different monikers, but, like, um, those were all kind of, like, they didn't feel completely serious to me, mm-hmm. and I wasn't expecting them to catch on, but I think eventually I was, like doing some stuff with vocals and whatever and that was just like I guess that'll be like my own name because it yeah. feels the most real to me mm-hmm. and that kind of got on I guess Were you always into like English in high school or like journalism? Yeah I mean I think it kind of just tied back to like I don't know I definitely liked reading and liked writing about stuff in high school and you know if you're that kind of kid you're just like yeah. Anything that ties to uh, 
like making art in any form mm-hmm. or whatever. It's just fun to like go home and yeah, write about shit. So yeah. that was naturally what I gravitated mm-hmm. towards. What are your like all time favorite authors then? Or books that you really like reading? Um Damn, I don't know. I mean definitely Murakami, I always kind of go back to his books and mm-hmm. I still to this day read his stuff. I just I kind of enjoy that kind of writing because it's very it's like, I don't know, it feels pretty simple and like you just like fly through the books but it's it leaves a strong impression, everything that I've kind of gone through and mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I, I like I like that. I like you know, books about like I don't know, murderers and like Yeah, <laughs> all the horror stuff. Yeah, I'm like I don't know, anything kinda of tied to like weird stuff like that. I don't know why I always enjoy that the most, but Yeah. I think like especially nowadays like reading I just like need something super intense otherwise I fall asleep. <laughs> so, yeah. so you went to like as a Halifax University or Halifax College. Mm-hmm. Was yeah. that decision something like you wanted to go to college yourself or your parents wanted you get to get a degree degree? Uh, I mean, I guess, yeah, I mean, it, it was grade 12 and you feel that pressure of like, I, you, what do you do, what am I, what's my thing, whatever, and, you know, it, it felt like music was the thing, but there was no concept of making money off it or mm. living off that in any way, so kind of picked the next closest thing that seemed feasible, and that was journalism at the time, because yeah. if I can't make music I can write about music or Mm -hmm. hang around musicians still so yeah but you knew you never wanted to like study music right yeah I guess so I mean I not like theoretically or anything I just Mm -hmm. I kind of wanted to keep it as a fun thing for the most part I didn't want to like analyze it too much or yeah I don't know it's probably stupid but growing up I feel like I had a fear of like if I did that it would lose the exciting like youth fun part but during that time when you were in college you're already being like a solo artist right so did you spend a lot of time just like producing in your room yeah for sure I mean especially in university like I would just go do my stuff at school come home and like record to like 3am or whatever and I don't know it wasn't good stuff that I was releasing or anything yeah. it was just sort of like I felt the need of like keep making stuff and eventually it'll get better and better hopefully mm-hmm. it's just more like practice really when you actually when you were still in um, high school you had a what was your setup like you had like this what is it microphone thing like a headset thing yeah yeah I had like Everything was broken, like, I had, like, a laptop that needed to be plugged in, and it, like, overheated after, like, 20 minutes, so I had to, like, basically couldn't have it on my lap or anything, and I had, like, a, yeah, like, a headset mic, mm-hmm. and, like, the actual headset part was, like, snapped oh off, my God. so I just, like, had to prop it up and, like, tape it to the table <laughs> to, like, record it. Early days down. Yeah, yeah, for sure, but, you know, it, like, I don't know, it taught me to... <laughs> definitely yeah. appreciate anything better than that so yeah what was the turning point from doing all the uh, fan stuff to um your 
own production? Like, was there like a s artist that is more similar to the production element? Um, I mean, I think it was a, a big part was also just getting more and more into like rap music and understanding the role of the producer and that they're kind of creating the bed of music or the instrumental for vocalists and I was like getting more and more interested in that and like that collaboration mm -hmm. that process so. and when you were um, in college you already started to get booked for like slow uh, shows for like slow-mo and stuff yeah like in my last year I got like uh, basically like I was supposed to like go to graduation more or less and <laughs> more or less oh my <laughs> and god there was like a show offer for that and I mean the timing was like probably could have hung around but I was just like I don't know about all this I just want to like go and play this show honestly that mm -hmm. seemed a lot more enticing to me at the time so yeah like, yeah that was like a definitely one of those ones that kind of once I was out there, I got to like hang out with Shlomo, and then like I feel like eventually that kind of snowballed into like doing stuff with We Did It. And oh, okay, that's my, how it. Yeah. Yeah, like I think it all kind of connected through that. So definitely glad in the end I did that. Were you already doing uh, smaller shows by yourself before the Shlomo thing, like playing local stuff? A little bit, yeah. Um, but again, like in the in Halifax, there wasn't yeah much interest or and I also like didn't know how to promote myself or get people interested anyway mm -hmm. so it was kind of a challenge um, but yeah eventually I just like made some friends in Montreal and like from there you know they were getting shows and they would kind of try to book me like at least enough to cover my travel up there yeah that was sort of the way that it I started like getting more and more going on outside my city. After the slow-mo thing, did you did you just start like putting out a lot of music and at the same time like doing a lot of shows? Is that how you initially gained momentum? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it was I was releasing a lot of stuff before really like playing a ton of shows, I think. Mm. And I don't know, I think that was a good way to you know, that was like we were transitioning into SoundCloud becoming a thing and it was an easy way to like get yourself out there and really promote yourself without relying too much on blogs or whatever. Yeah. So I think from there it just sort of people started noticing the songs and EPs that I was putting out and yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird to think what exactly made it connect, yeah. but I think it was just like a combination of all those things working out at the right time. Yeah. How do you think, like, the whole We Did It collective, I guess, like, influenced your progression, like, in your career? Do you think it, like, you associate with these people and it helped a lot, or...? Yeah, I mean, I think so. I mean, they definitely influenced influence me a lot in, like, in different ways, not just in music, but, like, they just seem very confident in their music and mm -hmm. um, confident in, like, their what they wanted to do and how they wanted to be seen and you know, the overall brand or whatever, like, I feel like seeing that consistent uh, image and whatever was, like, kind of cool to see, especially, like, growing up, like, I didn't have friends like that that were, like, super dedicated to making yeah. their music and sticking to their guns, so, yeah.
Do you feel like that in like previous parts were like how you found your whole like your core group of friends that you weren't able to find in Halifax, like internet friends? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think that's what I realized eventually that like my like core group of friends is just like a bunch of people in different other cities. Yeah. And, yeah, like internet friends, like especially like you know when you go to South by or something like that, you you realize like oh these are all my good friends. We're just like kind of the weirdos in our own cities. That's why yeah we're all displaced. And but when you see everyone in person, it's really fun. Are you still a huge part of like we did it? Do you do you do a lot of stuff for them like day to day still or? Uh, not so much. I mean, it's definitely you know they've changed focus a bit with they're like doing really well with like uh, clothing and a lot of different stuff now. So um, yeah, they're always doing their thing, and they've always been LA based, and I've always been in Canada. So oh, true. Yeah, I've always been sort of the uh, maybe the outsider or whatever yeah. in LA, but you know I always appreciated their support. Was staying in like a Toronto conscious decision like you didn't want to be in the whole LA scene or? Kind of, yeah like I, I don't know I just always enjoyed Toronto and like it's pretty easy and comfortable to me. Mm -hmm. Like it's it's also like a nice escape from like LA and yeah. New York. And <laughs> when I have it's to do intense stuff here. here. Yeah you know, so it's I enjoy the being able to come and go. You had your own like blog before. Was that something that you were influenced by and you're like, oh I want to start like doing music interviews? Uh yeah, I don't I guess that was kind of tying into at the time, you know, going to university, writing about music and I also realized like, oh if I can create this thing I can also like post my own stuff on it and like it kind of went hand in hand of like finding new artists but yeah. also like trying to get my own stuff out there and I think that kind of like still in a way what I do now like as I started like my secret songs label yeah and stuff like, like putting on certain people yeah it's yeah. the same idea that it's always that I've always kind of been trying to make happen yeah as like a interviewer do you have like some questions that you ask everyone or how do you oh, pick man. your questions? I haven't thought about it in so long. <laughs> I kind of, I don't know, I actually got like more nervous interviewing people than like being interviewed. Yeah? I don't, I think, yeah, I just wanted to like not, I wanted to make people comfortable and then there was the pressure of like, okay, what's the perfect question to ask this person at this time? And that became like pressure on right. myself so yeah. I don't know eventually I was just like realizing as long as you're comfortable yeah. and you know I feel like you're one of the first like producers that really put themselves out there on like social media was that like actually I want to ask where do you even get where do you get your humor from <laughs> was it from your parents or oh man um I don't no, I've never, yeah, I mean, my grandparents are really funny, and yeah. I don't think I am funny, but... You're really funny! Thanks. <laughs> I don't know, I mean, I think it's, I'm not pretty, like, in a, like, when I'm meeting someone for the yeah. first time, I'm, like, definitely kind of awkward and mm -hmm. have no small talk prepared ever, but mm -hmm. um, I think, you know, you find, like, Twitter and, like, these different 
mediums just like get your voice out there in a yeah. in the way that it's in your head yeah. that you may not be able to express in person and that's kind of I don't know I, I definitely appreciate that existing and being able to like make friends through that medium yeah what was your idea behind like putting out those funny like videos with like I think you had an instrumental with like a cup moving or something or like early stuff like with your pet on like or like live stream stuff I don't know I mean I think it was just like realizing you can film anything and post it and just like the convenience of that was yeah. dope to me like I just again like I wanted to do everything on my own and promote my stuff on my own so mm -hmm. I realized you know that's a big part of when I've been a fan of certain bands or artists yeah. like I like them because they're personal and they put themselves out there yeah I think that's what people always connect to you think that helped you gain a fan base yeah I think so I mean I definitely you know when I started playing shows and like going to different cities and meeting people that were like coming to the club or whatever like they knew stuff about me or mm -hmm. um and like I recognize people that like I interacted with on Twitter and stuff like that. Yeah. It's like weird to to make that connection. Were you ever afraid of um, people not being being taking you seriously for the stuff you do online? Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's definitely always a fear. I think making music mm -hmm. and especially like I don't know. I I take making music very seriously, but mm -hmm. I don't mind like there being a sense of humor to it. Yeah. Um, the presentation I don't like take completely seriously always, so there's always that fear of like that being, you know, misinterpreted as like you're just a joke or something. Mm, but yeah. I don't know, it's always a, it's a balancing act mm -hmm. in that way. And for your label, um, what was the idea behind it? Because it's like more of an informal thing. Did you see like other people doing more informal labels and you wanted to start doing that? Yeah, I mean, I never really thought I would make a label or do anything like that. I didn't, like I said, I, I was never, yeah, a, a formal thing mm -hmm. in any way. Like it was just, I wanted to put people on. And at that point, a lot of artists were sending me stuff that oh, was really yeah. good music so it was just sort of an easy way to put that out and share it with people. Yeah. Do you have a stronger vision for it now that you've like it's gained momentum and everything and you want to make it like a lot more proper? Yeah that kind of happened inevitably. I wasn't expecting it but it kind of makes sense. I, it started just as like a single thing. I just wanted to put a lot of individual tracks out and yeah. eventually realized like a lot of these kids that I've been working with have like a lot of talent and potential and mm -hmm. I wanted to develop more with them so that's kind of the plan now and like yeah. uh, actually just working with a few specific people to really like develop their first project. Oh wow. Stuff like that. That's yeah. kind of like managing them in a certain way do you think? Yeah in a way like it, managing kind of yeah that that part of their career, which mm -hmm. is um, a pretty, that's really cool. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. been fun. It takes up a lot more time, but yeah. <laughs> I enjoy it. Did you ever think that you would appear on World Star Hip Hop? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, not not like 
not not as a joke. <laughs> so that's kind of tight. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I never, I don't know, I always wanted to just produce music for, like, everyone, like mm-hmm. any type of artist and any type of genre, just because that's what I realized my comfort zone was. Like, I just love mixing music together. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's weird and sometimes it works but yeah I don't know it's, it's been fun yeah. especially in the past couple of years where I can actually go to cities and work with people in the studio and make a lot of different stuff yeah is that what you want to do more like that sort of rap yeah I mean I that's definitely something that I feel most naturally yeah it works when I'm like producing tracks like on it or whatever like Mm -hmm. you know they and they happen pretty quickly um I mean not always but like usually if I'm like in the zone and like can make stuff pretty yeah pretty fast which is Mm -hmm. nice last question what do you want to be remembered for um just like bringing people together Mm mm-hmm yeah Yeah, I love that. Combining worlds and, Mm -hmm. yeah, bringing people together. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. (laughs) Bye.